Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Dope Black Woman podcast, the podcast where we share stories of black excellence as part of our safe digital sisterhood. I'm Leanne Levos. I'm Rashan. You can call me Shan. I'm Livs. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are two twos. Yes, guys, this is a two twos takeover. That's right, it's a takeover. Come on, come on. For LGBT History Month, That's which right. you know has been amazing. Mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. So we're here. We're here. We're queer, and um, we're taking over. Yes. Um, so just to give a brief overview about Two Twos podcast, we are two black masculine presenting women living in the UK London to be precise Hackney to be even more precise and Mm. um, our podcast is basically about about bridging the gap between um, the LGBT community and the straight community Um, obviously we do that through talking about our black queer experiences and we also invite other guests on every single week we're out every single Wednesday you know I know this is Thursday well this is launching on the Thursday but um, yeah hit us up man hit us up (laughs) <laughs> Hello. Okay, so what we're going to start off with first, because obviously, you know, you guys haven't, maybe some of you haven't heard from us. So we thought maybe we'd start with a little bit of education, because that's what we love to do on the Two Twos podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to go with some of the things that straight people ask us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there is quite a few. Um one of them is actually one of my friends asked me what non-binary was the other day. They yeah, were just same. like, I just, I just don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Like, what is non-binary? Like, I don't understand it. And then she was like, you know, I, I don't want to offend, but I just need to, I need to understand. And I was like, do you know what? It's good that you ask questions. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because even though we, as LGBT people, we don't know everything. Yeah, we don't have all the answers, boy. We don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. So we are always asking questions. We just like, have that willingness to learn. So it's great to see our straight counterparts do the same. 100, 100. But what is non-binary? So non-binary is you just basically do not identify with as a male or a female. You are gender non-conforming. You use they and them pronouns. That's in a very, very short 
that's a very short explanation and I just feel like yeah. sometimes when you get into the explanations of things you are people now look for loopholes into what you're telling them to kind of mm-hmm. um just kind of undermine what it is someone you're else's saying. identity and it's not fair yeah. so personally I like to keep it short and sweet someone who's they them and their pronouns or they are gender non-conforming um yeah and that's that yeah really. for me I think it's um like I think I think when we think about uh, binary, we think about the zero and the one and how we fit into either or, mm-hmm. but we have to think about gender as a spectrum. You know, there's girl and boy or whatever, right. have you? And we all fit into that spectrum, somewhere on that spectrum. And the reason why we have non-binary is because not everyone fits into the boy and girl. We fit all across on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my definition of it. Mm-hmm. perfect I hope that um if anyone was wondering what non-binary meant I, f- I hope you have um got that if not google is your friend google is your friend <laughs> <laughs> but you know just approach it with an open mind and just don't be committed to misunderstanding because I think a lot of times uh, yeah. with these questions a lot of people are committed to misunderstanding and we ain't got time for the chat yeah and I think we'll talk about language um the other time that language is so important so like even like us as like we identify as you know non-binary and cis Mm -hmm. but when we like are going to buy certain products and stuff like maybe like sanitary towels or tampons it is nice to see that the language is not you know exclusive just to like you know women the cis identifying women Mm -hmm. like it's very very the people you know one of my friends asked me just last week what does cis mean so oh yeah (laughs) yes what does cis mean okay so cis means somebody that is uh assigned what is it they're assigned to their their they their identify at birth. Yeah. yeah they identify with the um sex that they were assigned at birth, assigned so. with at birth yeah yeah so we nana and i um were both assigned with female female in yeah. her pronouns yeah and we still i we still we still identify that I use they pronouns as well but we mm-hmm. still um we still identify that so I use she and they pronouns because I just don't really mind um, yeah but don't yeah. call me he because I ain't gonna he that's all <laughs> yeah 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 I I don't with the bro like I know you don't mind it mm-hmm. but when I don't like it when like other mass people call me bro mm-hmm. like I don't I don't enjoy it it's not my thing why don't I enjoy it because I just feel like it just doesn't fit me like I'm what I would say like queer like I'm like like sometimes like a gay boy I feel like both of us are not to appropriate or anything but like you know that's just how we are so yeah I like I like feminine energies we do and they exist Mm -hmm. like happily and harmoniously inside of us and Mm -hmm. I I prefer the term cis s-i-s you know, that's my sis. You know what I'm saying? Because that's who I am. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so, so you said yeah. you also mentioned mask. So a lot of a lot of times when we speak to people who are listening who are not familiar with the LGBT yeah. community, we say things like masculine presenting, which it just basically means it can be for anybody, if any gender that just presents themselves in a more masculine way, as what society says is masculinity. Um, the same for femme people. Femme people are, is not restricted to just women or gay boys that wear some makeup. No, yes. it's across the board. It's across the board. Uh, it's across the board. And this is what we're starting to see more of. And I think that's what is confusing people because they're just like, rah, there's a lot going on here. But like, it's just like, it's just about how you feel. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How you feel inside like that. And that is, you know, expressed outwardly. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's like so different for everyone. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's 
it's amazing yeah Mm -hmm. another question that normally pops up is why is there a pride month and or an lgbt history month actually let's now it's lgbt history month one question i've seen yeah is why Mm. is there an lgbt history month during black history month during black history when's black history month sure first of all this is the uk you know our black history month is in october yes and some people obviously the american one is um in feb and lgbt history month as a whole like worldwide thing is in feb is in february as well and like Mm. there's a lot of people that say why does it have to be in this month like you're not allowing the black narrative to be pushed forward but i mean we're based in the UK so guys like chill number one yeah and number two even if it was at the same time black Mm -hmm. black queer people exist queer LGBT we all exist so exactly when you say stuff like that you are excluding people like Nana and I people like us black queer Mm. people black lesbians black gay people black non-binary people black trans people from the black community when you say stuff like that yeah yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent like we get that a lot like why is there like nobody cares about black people but when it's lgbt people you know like you know they're 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 advocated for or they're supported and they're defended but you have to think of it like we are both like and we exist with at an intersection of those different things like me you both women we're both uh we're both um black do you know what i'm saying we're both Mm -hmm queer we mm. we exist at an intersection and it's so important not to uh forget or discard those other uh factors those other identities because it all makes us into this one whole being that we are this yep. full being that we are and all of those you know uh intersections are important yeah it wouldn't be fair to ask anybody to break down every single one of them their identities and rank them in some sort of order you know yeah and hierarchy yeah like you are who you are based on everything together in the pot like it makes you as a person and it's the same for queer people like we cannot remove our queerness from our blackness it all coexists together and um yeah so like when you make statements like that it does it just segregates us and it makes us yeah. feel like we don't exist mm-hmm. um so yeah that's something oh uh, that's great another question is i see people ask like why be with a masculine presenting girl why not just be with a guy Ucha, that's why you know why because they can <laughs> <do> that d because <laughs> <laughs> we fine as hell like i don't know what you what else to say why not you know what i'm saying i feel like it's just like we're still women at the end of the day well i can only speak personally but we're still women at the end of the day you're right you're right yeah we're still women at the end of the day that's how we identify so it's it is you are what you attracted you are attracted to what you're attracted to at the end of the day like you just you can't help it there is no explanation for your attraction towards someone it just is yeah and i think I think like when people do that, they're aligning with masculine presenting people with men. Mm. And it's important to recognize that masculine presenting women are not men. Like we just yes. wear men's clothing. Close. And that is it. Even the fact that the clothing is labeled as men's clothing and mm. I'm wearing it to show to you that it doesn't just belong to men. It's just clothes. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day, like if it was something that was strict for men, I would not be able to access it. And yes, I can. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I think... Um, yeah like you know the way women think and it's not just a sexual thing as well like the way women think the way 
women um have just have, it's just different do you know what I mean it's just different yeah. um things that you're attracted to it just it's an emotional connection as well as a physical one um there are men who are attracted to masculine presenting women as well I've and, seen it a lot yeah yeah and yeah. it's something that we've ex- experienced ourselves even me I've been moved to the, to the men's the men's mm-hmm. in the club and mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't think that that means they're gay because they're no. a woman they're attracted to being a woman <laughs> thank you that is so important to note so what's another question what's another like question or silly um another question is uh what questions are there why why are the lgbt um, community so sensitive oh my days why <laughs> i mean why wouldn't we be sensitive mm. like imagine like the years and years and this comes from like being like young and within like the uh, you know our households our our backgrounds african community or caribbean community where you know we've heard our family members say certain things like that is just homophobic transphobic like and that's a lot of years of you know like trauma trauma exactly that's a lot of years of trauma so why wouldn't we be defensive do you know what? it takes yeah. a long time to get to a place of self-acceptance and loving yourself you know is is a is a is a journey and i'm I'm 29 and I finally got to this place where I'm just unapologetic and I don't give yep. a crap. Do yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to defend who I am. Like who mm-hmm. I am is important to me. Like yeah. my mental health is important to me. I'm going to defend who I am. I'm going to say, I'm not going to take any form of abuse of homophobic mm-hmm. or transphobic abuse from anyone. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. Why should I? Yeah. And I think that as a whole, like there's, there aren't any other communities that need to prove their existence or explain their existence as human beings to people. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do any sort of oppression Olympics or anything like that. But like, when you said that you're black, you're just accepted as being a black person. Right. Whereas, um, if you're a gay, lesbian, bisexual, people ask you why. What do you mean? Right. Like, mm. no, like the the more times you get asked this sort of question, of course you're gonna have a wall up. And like, yeah. no one, no one should, no one's existence should be questioned. And you know, if the LGBT people are um, sensitive, be more sensitive with the words that you used against them at the same time like you know 100 it's just not a community that you can just rubbish and ask anything you want to and they will just take it mm-hmm. we would we will not be taking it do you know what I mean? we we're going to stand not. up for themselves like every other community has stand up has stood up and fought for their rights and stuff like yeah. that and we're here to stay basically so hello it's <laughs> only like you you're 100 right it's only then then there will be change do you know what i'm saying like mm. change doesn't just happen like randomly it's not arbitrary it, just, it doesn't just happen like spoof oh there's change no people the reason why there has been changed historically is because people have been they have been marching they have been right. advocating mm-hmm. they've been doing all of that stuff that's why pride is so important like we have to put in that work to change people's mindset so yes we're going to be we're going to be sensitive because it's, it's a sensitive thing like I, yeah. I our identity is sensitive to us do you know what i'm saying it's really, really important so yeah uh, yeah Okay, so I think we can close off the game. Normally, yeah, normally we play like this or that. Like we play different games on our podcast, but we thought this time we make it a bit educational because um, the listeners here might not be from the queer community. Even our we have listeners as well who are not from the queer community, but yeah. they they are they are they are familiar with the language that we use. So we just thought like we just come through and break down a few things and hopefully you're bridging the gap with us and you come to the middle. If you're not an ally, hopefully you do become an ally. If you yeah. are an ally, then we love you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. What is next on our gay agenda? On the gay agenda today. <laughs> um, so we wanted to speak about masculine presenting representation in just non-queer spaces, you know. Mm-hmm. So I tweeted a couple of weeks ago um, that it would be nice to see some black masculine presenting people in the dope black franchises and here we are like this is I said I don't know if you guys actually saw that tweet but here we are and it's actually an honor and it's nice to see that people are listening that we want to be included and we should be included um so yeah like there's a lack like why do you think there's a lack oh I don't I it comes down to the same thing as like we're just not palatable Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying like we go against the grain we go against what's considered the norm you know and that's the reason why I feel like there is an uncomfortability you know from people when it comes to us because of the way we present ourselves and because of the way we express you know our our gender do you know what I'm saying yeah I feel like um we obviously stray away from what's considered the norm and like we don't wear heels we don't wear dresses and that might make people uncomfortable yeah do you know what I'm saying a hundred percent so it's yeah again we're not palatable we yeah. don't see ourselves in space in like in mainstream spaces at all and that's across the board mm-hmm. that is across mm-hmm. that's in beauty that's on tv that's like it's everywhere like you know maybe we are seen but we are not I mean maybe we are heard but we are not seen do you know what I'm saying yeah yeah definitely and representation means everything as well and when you say palatable or when we say palatable what we mean is something that it's the norm for you like it makes you comfortable what makes you what makes you feel like it's more marketable so for Mm -hmm. example beauty brands might use white people more than black people beauty brands in regards to the um lgbt community are going to use people as closest to femininity as they as possible to sell their products when Mm -hmm. we all use beauty products we all use face cream I have rude, no. a routine. Do you know that's my face is shiny, shiny like this because I, I have a routine. I use beauty products. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about me. I use beauty products. I'm thinking about me. Go on my Instagram. Girl, yeah. Underscore ever. I, mm-hmm. I use beauty products. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about privilege. You know, privilege is relative. Like, everybody has some form of privilege in comparison to another do you know what I'm saying so the things that you even listed like you know where they'll use white people in mostly beauty beauty ads and stuff like that that's a privilege that they have but within 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 that where we have black people they might use a femme presenting person as opposed to a masculine presenting person because you know that's that's the privilege that they have so it is Mm -hmm. really really relative but Mm -hmm. we need to identify this so that we can start to make that change and start to include different people all types of people do you know what I'm saying yeah like it's really really important to see yourself I think visibility is is huge in that journey of self-acceptance and self-love do you know what i'm saying being able to see yourself it validates you it validates your existence yeah it is like it's so important even for us obviously uh, nana's 29 i'm 30 and growing up there wasn't there wasn't much queer black queer representation but especially from black masculine presenting women of who we are there wasn't the first time i saw something like that on tv was um I've said this before, like Missy Ellis Road to Stardom. Don't know if remember anyone remembers that program. I think it came on Trouble, or maybe was it MTV? Yeah. And there was a the one mm. the lady that's now married to Nishi Nash, um, Jessica Betts. Like mm. she was the first person, and for a long time was the only person that I saw 
um representing right. but it gave me a certain joy to see that I wasn't the only one because even in school there wasn't there were little, there was tomboys you know what I mean but nobody who who strongly identified within who they are we yeah. were all on a journey to find out like, who we who we were as like young yeah. teenagers and mm-hmm. um so it's just important for the young person who's scrolling through your Instagram page the young person who is looking on your website your brand to see yeah. different types of representation because you don't know you can change someone's life just by with a picture of someone that looks like them do you know what I mean and as black people especially this is a black platform um you guys understand that you guys understand how what black, see the little black girl that sees someone with um, natural hair what that means to them you understand and it's it's the same it's basically the same kind of thought process um behind having black masculine presenting women on your platforms like there's been a few times when I'm I'm a mother for example and Mm. a couple weeks ago I saw this platform for black mothers and there was no one that looked like me I know bare mothers that look like me and I was thinking why are we not celebrated too so I messaged them and I told them um you know like you guys should include black lesbian mothers and I, ha- I I hate to use the word butch but I had to use the word butch because that's what Miley that's people, what they understand that's what they understand yeah, yeah that's what yeah. they understand and I was just yeah. like they were like they were like oh yeah thanks for letting us know and if, I've even yeah. told you before about mm-hmm. including um I, I've said before masculine presenting women are women and I was approached by a platform that celebrates women's like we just didn't really yeah you guys are women and we just didn't think that you were women <laughs> And do you know what? And I understand it. I totally get it because like something that's not your ex- experience, like firsthand, you wouldn't really think about it. And it's something that we've had to do for our trans, you know, our trans brothers and sisters where we have to think about them because I feel like before we didn't really, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's hard to put yourself in, in, in somebody else's is shoes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah. just really feel like we are overlooked because we're just like not thought of, which I kind of understand, but I, that's why it's important for, for us to speak up like that's you know, why it's like, important for speaking up and representation though like that's why because yeah. you know if no one if no one it's not the experience and it's not within their realm put a picture in front of them then <laughs> I mean yeah. put a picture in front of them like oh who's that why are they just like that do you know what I mean and a lot of the time it does just come down to physical attributes as into how we dress and trans mm-hmm. people like how they have um transitioned to become who they are and be more comfortable in their skin as well like yeah that's also that also has a mental journey behind that too um but yeah even us like wearing the clothes we, if we imagine if we're wearing some frocks to go out like we would be upset we would cry we would not feel and we've done it before like yeah I remember, like, in the day when I started like coming on the scene and the scene is you know just where the queer community goes so it might be like a rave or whatever that's what we you know generally call the scene but I remember in the very beginning when I was still figuring out who I was I did go to the events in like femme attire yeah, in the, and in the, I wasn't yeah. comfortable do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I remember wa- wearing one um wedge one time and Chad. one blazer <laughs> wedge and, and, and oh skinny, hell no oh, one hell skinny no. one skinny jean you know like I do you I know what having said that yeah the first time I went to the gay club what did I wear I wore um Oh, it was a women's shirt, yeah, but it was like some fitted one and mm. leather, uh, some women's jeans from Topshop or something like that. And I remember, but I remember picking out the most masculine, that you could like, identifying clothes that I could find. I only yeah. had a few items from the men's section then. It was, you know, some girls are shopping the men's section, and some like, oh, the men's section is better, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, so I had a few bits and pieces, but like, mm. it wasn't my main thing. So I, I only wore clothes that were identical. That's, I didn't want to be known in the scene as something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't even deep yeah. down, that's not who I was. So even my hair, I tried to do it the most. The ponytail was slick all the way back, boy. <laughs> slick. <laughs> no, I hear that. I hear that. And oh, child, you know, them early 20s were mm-hmm. some trying times, boy. Yeah, some, some trying times. I'm just grateful that, you know, like we've we've come, we, I mean, we've obviously come a long way, but I'm just grateful that we're here now because obviously like when you're coming up when you're growing up you know you you're still learning about yourself you know what I'm saying yeah. like you know you know who you are to a certain degree but it's like as you get older that's when you start to learn even more and you start to evolve and you just start to just get to know yourself like way better so I'm just happy for that and if there's anybody listening like don't worry because you will find yourself like yep. anybody listening that is like going through it or having a hard time with how they identify like you will get through it like you it's just a journey like it is mm-hmm. really really just and it really isn't even about the destination because you know like I wouldn't say that I, I fully know who I am at, at 29 and I feel like it's a lifelong journey to, mm-hmm. to knowing who yeah. you are like and I don't think it ever stops because we're always evolving and that's the, and that's a beautiful thing about life and we have to see the you know the glasses uh half full as opposed to half empty because the, it's just you really have to try and see the beauty and things you know yeah so. I think that's even why it's important to view things as a spectrum because even you yourself you would not feel so restricted then so mm. like I feel like the this narrative of the spectrum for me it's only been about for like what two three years I've really mm. been but before that like especially in our community you had stems fems studs and you had to fit in each one and it was it's a lot of pressure to do that like if you're not stud enough then are you really a stud and a stud is someone who is more masculine um, lesbian yeah if you are a stem you're somewhere in the middle between feminine and masculine and if you're a femme you're the lipstick more feminine yeah what society yeah. says is more feminine and um Back then, like, you had to fit in one or the other. And I think that even that is dangerous in itself as well. And I think as a community, we've had to come and unlearn that. There are still people who, you know, subscribe to those those labels. But Mm -hmm. with the spectrum... One day, what if, if I want to wear some body rider shorts? Why not? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? I don't. Do you know what but saying? what if I wanted to? I yeah, know that. exactly. And yeah. you should be able to have that choice. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I I feel like I struggled a lot when I was like first coming out because I was just I didn't fit. I didn't feel like I belonged in like any of those categories. Like, I just didn't. Those. I, obviously, as, as I said, I, when I was first coming up, I was femme, and then I was I went over to the masculine side because I was like, okay, people are confused. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It was just just they just want to put me in the box that they understand and I was like okay fair but the masculine wasn't like 100% masculine wasn't really it didn't fit me do you know what I'm saying even the stem thing didn't fit me and that's why I yeah. like the term masculine presenting because if that is also a spectrum we're yeah, talking yeah, about spectrums yeah. right everything's a bloody spectrum mate everything's a spectrum do you know what I mean and as long as you identify with something that makes you feel comfortable and you don't feel like you're playing up to anything because 100% like I feel like what like for example when I cut off all my hair that wasn't yeah. me that wasn't me like I no, was definitely wasn't. playing up to some sort of gay stereotype yep. to, because I didn't I didn't like the word stem and I knew I wasn't a femme so I thought yeah. I had to study all the way up mm. even comes down to like even what girls fancy like you just assume I feel like a lot of people when they come out they go straight to the start side because they just assume you get the femmes yeah. gonna, you're gonna get the femmes <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah <laughs> Let me, let me, I've got some news for you. Them fems, oh, they, like they like fems as well. Yes, <laughs> they, this is the thing about it is that it's, it's evolved because I feel like when we was coming out, yeah, there was just like fems 
who likes studs like and yeah. that's all you see you see those gender roles that we see in that heteronormative space yeah, and yeah. it was obviously being adopted in in the hex, hetero, uh, uh, homosexual space do you know what I'm saying and it was just like copying basically and that's why it never <laughs> felt right like all the films were with the studs like that's just how it was but now we're starting to see stud on stud which is too, obviously too masculine that is, that even that is quite rare still that is still it quite is quite rare. taboo even within our community yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah. like I watched a video of you know Amber's closet she was saying how when she first came out she was with a stud like yeah. and even though she was masculine inside it was just yeah, it was the beginning and she was you know that she was trying things out with Sarah. and people will now look at that and be like oh you know like you just that's just something that's you can't do within the community but absolutely you can like yeah, as yeah, I said can. attraction you is you can't explain attraction it just is it just is you are attracted to whatever you're attracted to um even but even the fact that it's taboo in our community that's also mimicking the hetero community if you think about it because like it's more taboo for black gay men to come out than it is for um lesbians to come out Mm. and they stay in a closet for a bit more they're on a if you know you know basically you have the down low guys and it's like even within our like circle of friends who are being influencers and writing articles and stuff like that it's more the it's more the women who are like and non-binary people who are more out there than the, the, the black guys yeah um, so like it's it's just nice whenever i see um black men be themselves black gay men be themselves it's nice but we definitely mimic it mimic that they we definitely <laughs> mimic that and even in our community as well unfortunately there is internalized homophobia and a lot mm-hmm. of it is directed towards the gay guys like yeah have lesbians masculine presenting mm-hmm. lesbians who are talking down on gay men and it just is the most bizarre and most stupid thing to me it's so weird because i feel like uh the masculine presenting women get it a lot so there's the, the abuse goes to the masculine presenting women and the more effeminate gay boys i think yeah. that and i just feel like it's because obviously like we stray away from what's considered you know normal in terms of gender like we express mm-hmm. our gender differently so i just feel like that's where the abuse goes to like a bit more because like oh with with a masculine present women's like oh you're trying to be a boy like trying to be trying to be a guy trying to be one of the demandum you know that kind yeah. of bullshit and then obviously with the gay guys the more feminine ones it's like oh like sissy and all these stupid 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 words like that are thrown at them and I just think it's weird and then within the community there's a we're abusing each other as well I'm yeah. telling you that nothing is ever perfect like yeah nothing sure. is it <laughs> we got our own problems we got our, we got our problems at home child let me tell you we got some problems at home but yeah talking of um talking of this like so i was on clubhouse last week and i just there was so much homophobia last week on clubhouse was it the week before and it just it did spill into some masculine present lesbians being homophobic towards um uh black gay men and also there were some down low guys if you if you know you know <laughs> but there was some know. down if you know you know who they are you know you know but there was some oh. down, <laughs> there were some down low guys as well down low yeah. guys are some of the most homophobic people walking this earth and it's crazy That's because you're crazy. doing you're doing that on the down low but um but yeah like what do you how how's your experience with Clubhouse been so far? And I know the listeners here, you guys can if you're oh. on Clubhouse, if you're if you've got Apple, then you can an iPhone, you can you probably have a Clubhouse account. So how has it been for you? <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, with Clubhouse, like in the beginning when it was new, 
you know I was I feel like I was on it a lot more I was in a lot of different rooms but since the novelty has worn off I'm very selective about what rooms I enter do you know what I'm saying it depends on my mood like if I'm in a mood where I just want chaos and I want to laugh like I will go into the stupid rooms because there are stupid rooms in abundance okay like like they are in abundance Mm -hmm. but I mainly use clubhouse for um like the film rooms and stuff like that because I'm a filmmaker so like that's where you know I, I that's where I need to like to learn do you know what I'm saying so that's where I'm at but uh, so yeah so I go that's where that's where like I'm being called into those those filmmaker roles that's where my my spirit has been called generally but you know when I want some chaos obviously you know I will go into the problematic rooms and there's just so many of them but it really depends on my mental you know where I'm at mentally what about you uh, yeah clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> see clubhouse yeah like I just feel like it's just such an unsafe place for mm. queer people and for black women and that's who we are and for me like I whenever I go to rooms I just feel like even if it's a room for black women I don't feel like the room is for me because everything they're talking about is very does, and you know them ones where you know it's cis hex. <laughs> This is the Dope Black Women podcast. Growing up, like that, black men will typically defend women that they're attracted to. So, mm. like the women that are not attracted to, they don't find sexually attractive. They would, they, they're involved in, you know, abusing them. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Which is a whole other subject, it's a whole other subject, but it is it's it it relates to what we're talking about. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It relates mm-hmm. to us in a way that, of course, like they do not maybe do not see us as desirable, so they're not going to protect us. And it's that thing of like even when, um, for example, if they don't have a, a daughter or whatever, they can't they they just don't understand what what mm-hmm. girls go through. They're not trying to protect them. Like it, it, it's nonsense. It's yeah, going yeah. back to this. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have to feel like you need to protect someone because you have some sort of relation or yeah. You know I mean, you just exactly we're black and let's all protect each other. Point blank, period. Right, a hundred percent. And yes. yeah, like at the clubhouse, it's just I don't like. For example, I don't. For example, there's a room that happens on every single Saturday, mm. Sunday, Sunday evening. I always go into that room. Like I feel like that's my most enjoyable room on clubhouse, just because yeah. it's it's laughter and all of this stuff. Like it's just it's not so heavy like a lot of the subjects are during the week but yeah but as a black masculine presenting lesbian to go up on that stage I would never do because it would just make things awkward like the guys they would know I don't think that they would necessarily know how to navigate me as a person on that stage it would make things awkward and everyone can tell when a clubhouse room is awkward yeah yeah and at the same time like the way my picture is people are probably going to misgender me on, on yep. there as well and I, that makes things awkward as well but um mm. but there is yeah, a guy yeah. the guy yeah there's a guy there's a there's a there's a guy that's on there he i think he's there like every week he's there every week he's every week he's a, he's a gay guy and like when he started coming on there like i could feel the tension in the room i could feel the awkwardness even this even though it's on freaking clubhouse it's not even in person mm-hmm. it's not even in real life like i could feel that awkwardness and the, the those cis heterosexual black men didn't know what to do they didn't know yeah. what to do with him but yeah. he has made that room like what it is now i wouldn't have ch- if, if it wasn't for him he was hilarious that first week i've tuned in if yeah. it wasn't for him i don't think i would be back and 
he always turns up the energy in the room always 100 percent. and it's like now yeah these guys they they know him now so it's like that awkwardness has gone and they're mm-hmm. they're comfortable with him being there and him telling his his you know outrageous but hilarious stories you know what I'm saying but it shouldn't have to take for you to know a queer person to treat them right yeah you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not every day you can be gay but just don't bring it over here it's not every day that like you know um it's quick black queer people exist all the time they don't have to be doing a sexual act next to you before before they're gay they're gay even whether it's when they're single and standing next to you they are still yeah. gay and right. you're not it's not some sort of disease that you're gonna catch like it just isn't and the sooner that everyone can recognize it, it's just i don't think being gay is even a character is trait it's just it's not a character trait <laughs> like it's, just, it's not who you are like the right. sooner that people just start accepting both people who they are they're better like it will make your life better look how this this one has made a clubhouse room better there's more diversity okay. like it's now like before i probably wouldn't have been going back to the room again but because this guy's always there i'm there every single week i'm and you know what i mean the only reason i'm there mm-hmm. like, when he is telling his stories that's when i tune in yeah like hundred hundred you know but like i'm glad that he stuck out you do have queer people who are going to be creating your play in your face until he accepts it like people yeah. like me if you don't accept me the first time i'm not gonna try again but like everybody to work on that maybe it's a character flaw but there are people who they're gonna make you accept them do you know what I mean? And yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. then even though you might be being homophobic, like an undertone, they will overlook it until you accept them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel, I believe always in addressing the homophobic in the room, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah, another. I, I I believe that as well, like mm-hmm. absolutely hundred percent. I just just a certain thing that I do not stand for, and that is you know homophobia, and I will address it. Like that transphobia, homophobia. Mm, mm, Chile, we will address it. I yeah. address it, but yeah. But just to say on Clubhouse, like you know, it, a lot of the rooms are quite damaging to queer people. Where there's people, there's always discussions about is queer queer being gay on Africa and stuff like that. The short answer is no. Um, when the British came to colonize Africa, that's when the homophobic laws came about. So before that, we was fine. Exactly. And exactly. Um, yeah, bad. It's bad. Like. Trying to uphold these white these white laws that mm. were you know that were introduced uh, in in colonialism like I just yeah. cannot even understand it do you know what I'm saying like I you know this 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 question of is 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 Africa um, is is homo is homosexuality on African it is not it is not that's why we need our safe, not. that's why we need our safe spaces on this app like yeah i want it we want to we want to exist in all spaces but you know sometimes just to keep our sanity we do need yeah. to like, for example we have a we have a clubhouse room every friday uh, around 9 p.m where we just have a laugh with our yeah we're friends other people are also invited but only queer people we only allow queer people mm-hmm. to speak because in other rooms the space isn't really there for us to go and speak because subjects are just not catered to us. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just don't include. It's not inclusive enough. I don't want to say yeah. it's not for us. It's just not inclusive enough. And yeah. um, also, um, UK gays of color. Um, do you follow them? They have loads of. They only accept queer people, though. I think they're only for black and queer people. Yeah, yeah, and for and, the U- from the UK and from the UK, and they just have a, they have loads of rooms during the week. Like they just speak about different things. They have they just play games. Like it's just a space in yeah. it to exist. And mm-hmm. that's that's what they need. But moving on to being African and being homophobic, there are some things happening in Ghana right now that we feel like we should bring awareness to. Ralph, 
okay so firstly like I you know like I heard about this a few days ago where you know religious leaders were putting pressure on the Ghanaian president to close down an LGBTQIA centre and now this centre was created for to give healthcare to the queers in Ghana to give them therapy and support just those things you know basic human rights you know uh, that right. you know a basic human being needs you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um and you know now it has been closed as of today it's been closed it was sort of raided by the police and government officials and they've closed it down and it's it's honestly it's so heartbreaking it's heartbreaking because like I feel like the current president um came in and it was just like a glimmer of hope for like for Ghana do you know that he's a human rights he was a human rights lawyer as a human rights lawyer even when he came in in the beginning like he did say like if if the Ghanaians want laws um to protect LGBT people like he would do that and I do think there was something that was introduced to protect. It wasn't. It didn't make um, being a member of the LGBT community legal, but there yeah. was a law protecting. And that was for me. That was like, okay, that's the first step. There's going to be more problems after hopes. this. And yeah. he's, he's been voted in. He just got voted in again in December. And I'm hoping. I'm thinking, okay, let's see. Let's see like what happens over these next um, presidential terms. But um, I think it was like last week or early this week. There was pressure from the church uh the catholic church when the bishops mm-hmm. yeah. and um some other organizations and they basically said that um be, being a member of the lgbt community is a national threat and how the lgbt um rights space office that they have in ghana needs to be shut down because it's a national threat how is it a national threat as if lgbt people are terrorists how do they pose a threat to the nation i'm just really trying to like i'm just really trying to understand like their thought processes because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it doesn't like make sense like make Mm -hmm. it make sense like how are we a threat how could we potentially cause harm Mm -hmm. to people like i just don't understand you know just, like, just and, and existing I'm, and you know what some people like to say things like oh because that procreation you could two women and two men can't have kids or trans people can't have kids well i've done this for you yes they can, we can. yes yes we can we can like i said earlier i've got a daughter do you know what i mean like yeah it can happen whether where and there's different options for that happening do you know what i mean whether someone had a child yeah. before they came out they're still lesbian they're still gay they're still trans they still yeah. have a child whether yeah. they've gone through um, insemination ivf um, sperm donor they still they can still have kids and whether they, that is adoption they can still have kids and that doesn't do anything right now with um the lgbt laws being lifted in most of the, well, all the western countries anyway where it's legal mm. and to have kids guess what it has done nothing to the population the population right. gone down the spending is rising it's rising exactly <laughs> like it hasn't gone down like this whole notion of a national threat I just don't understand it do you know what I'm saying like and I I understand what the government why the government's um why the president's done what he has done because he needs the support of his civilians that's why yeah. he's done it because if he goes against them he will be overthrown like this they is will not vote him in again this they is it not. but how many terms can he even be voted in for I this is the second yeah. one and that's what it is in in these African countries well it's always about power and it's always about greed and always about you know staying in in presidencies for as long as you can no matter yep. what you mm-hmm. know what I mean so he's clearly just doing it to make people these people happy do you yep. know what I'm saying but you're like, neglecting so many people that that count on you to the you are their protection of- 
and like you've seen in the videos you see the videos of them um get taken about yeah why are they showing up with guns and the thing is yeah nobody in the lgbt center was even like putting up a fight it was very peaceful it was very much but they came all guns blazing to get them out of there and shut the place down and it was it's just so unnecessary and it was disgusting it was very like get out of here today like there wasn't much notice there was just nothing and some people live there but it's actually a safe house so some people live there and I just watched it and I just felt like this is disgusting like even people that do the worst crimes and this is not to even compare anything but this has got to show that everyone just deserves rights, no matter who you are. And there are some people who I think they don't deserve rights because they've done the most disgusting of crimes. When they got, when they are put in prison, they're put in sections of the prison that that are safe for them because it's not safe for them in the main, main population based on mm. what they have done. Even they deserve, deserve a safe space. But yeah. someone who is just queer, who doesn't, doesn't hurt nobody, that is minding their business and is just existing as a person. Remember, queer people are born queer. No one yes. chose to be queer. You are no born one. that way. No and one does. You, no one chooses to be oppressed. Nobody does. It's, no. no one does. It's and literally a life and death thing. Like, exactly. You just cannot separate, your, separate, separate yourself from who you are. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You just can't, you can try, but you will fail. Time and time right. again, you will fail. You will fail each time, honey. And if they deserve those rights, even in Ghana in prison, like, there's sections to keep people safe in there like if you can if they deserve those and that's um, these are people that i don't feel like deserve any rights if they the law can protect mm. them and the law can give them somewhere safe to sp- sorry lgbt people come on now all we want to do is fly from rainbows you are not hurt, <laughs> you are not hurting anyone like as I, like i always say this like then just literally minding their business they don't hurt people they don't kill they don't steal they don't do any of those things mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they're literally just living their lives you know living their truths and for that why should they be punished for it do you know what it's, i'm saying i just, they didn't choose to be like you know, if no you, one chooses some people to be like, straight, oh, people this, don't even matter. To be straight. this is what I'm saying. Like, what you wouldn't expect a straight person to go and be with the same sex or to identify the gender that they don't identify with, just mm. to, to to just to make society happy. No, you would never ask someone to do that. You would never. And it's like, if you were to go and do something like that, that would be so. That would be mentally challenging. You like it just mm. how that's going to affect you mentally, like depression, all this stuff. And it's the same thing with the people from the LGBT community, like. If you have you have men marrying women because they feel like that's what they have to do, yeah. that's not fair on the woman. It's not fair on the man. Like that that mm-hmm. is such, such a mental toll, and it's the same thing for women. It's just the same. Like you just come on. You, you can't expect people to live a life that yeah. is pretend that is you can't. You just cannot. I know. And you know what the thing is like. I, like Africans love to talk about morality. Like they love it. They 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 foaming at the mouth talking about morality. But <laughs> how moral are they really? And the church, you know what I'm and... like the church, like the church. And that's <sighs> what I even sent my brother a message today. Like I was so irritated like because I feel like the church and and in and you know religion in general can be very very abusive especially to the LGBT community mm-hmm. we've seen it like nothing should you know like override your love for people do you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day God is love like they, right. mm-hmm. I mean, these people should be ashamed of themselves you know what even in the bible in the bible it's like God sat with the prostitutes and them yeah, right. I mean, they right. sat with people who society said, Jesus, oh, Jesus you know? would never. Do you know what I'm saying? Jesus would never. WWJD, and what would Jesus do? Fam. Think about that. And this is the <laughs> problem that I have because I'm really sitting here thinking, like, you, man, really believe that this is what God wants. 
you man really really and that's how you know it's just an agenda mm-hmm. because this is i'm telling you a, a god like that would not want this i'm no. so sorry god don't like hate no nope. like nothing bad and exactly. that is hateful that is hateful that, behavior. that like is that. really really recording yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah I, yeah what i say yeah so yeah that's what they're trying to do right now they're trying to make a law they're trying to get the government and the president to make a law that is is solid and that is implemented because right now obviously it's illegal in ghana to be queer mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they really leave them alone they're not really prosecuting them for being queer but then mm-hmm. that's what that's what the people are trying to get the government to do now to make a solid yeah. law and start implementing it I can't believe this happened in 2021 a time where it's progressive I can't believe uh, it like when I think about my relationship to Ghana and like wanting to go and stuff I don't even know how I feel about it just yeah. because of what's going on mm-hmm. like I, I would really love to about- live in Ghana I would love to live there yes I would and, and you know I was really excited about going this December and now I'm just like I just don't know how to even mm. feel about going there now i'm not i'm not even sure as to for us like we have this platform um we also have like people in ghana who follow us and look up to what we do and i don't know if i'm we'll be doing a disservice to them by going to ghana to do all this enjoyment and they not actually doing anything not actually yeah, not doing help. anything like we're not doing anything them. and it's kind of a slap in the face with them because we're going to go there do our enjoyment no one's going to do nothing to us because they know we're not from there and right. we're gonna just come back home within our laws and be, you know, pally pally. Yeah, and they can't, like, they can't, yeah. they don't have that privilege. And it's like it is almost like a slap in the face to them as well. So mm. it's I just it's, before we can do that, I feel like we definitely need to raise more awareness. Yeah, I feel like that. I think it's really, really hard. Like, I just for them as well, who are actually living there and living through this, you know, and a lot of them can't even speak about it because, you know, as you know, social media is such an open platform where anybody can find what you've said and use it against you. So right. now there are people who are have to be quiet. There's loads of celebrities that I'm seeing like tweeting and cold and shit, like because they yeah, can't say that as well. what they want to say, mm-hmm. you know. And you have the ones, wrong. ignorant ones who are just talking, talking. Like one thing about Garden is that they can cuss back. You know, yeah. they, can cross, they can. You'll be going back and forth for twelve hours with them. Yeah, because they won't stop. That's mm-hmm. one thing about them. Like there are they're trolls. A lot of them are just trolls. That's how it is. But, bro, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. Mm, it's crazy. I'm fucking man. sick of it. And if I we need. Wanna, if you do wanna, feel, um, follow and see what's happening, and you know, just support. Mm-hmm. Like, do you follow LGBT rights Ghana on Twitter and Instagram? Um, yeah. they've uploaded videos about what's happening they're just keeping the people updated um letting us people in the diaspora like just let us know how we can help them and stuff so like yeah. please do check them out because this is something that you know when you put international pressure on these kind of subjects for some reason yeah. you know how, it's like instagram everybody's image <laughs> they want an image yeah. to be squeaky clean so like mm-hmm. we, we can help just by raising awareness like just by sharing yeah. like their stuff I don't know it feels like it's it's I don't know like it feels very hard and I feel very helpless because you know as I said before like the president has done this because you know he he wants the support from the people them like they won't support him if he decides and to say okay we we do actually need to give these people basic human rights and they're Mm. like you know comparing uh homosexuality to like bestiality and rape and all these things that like come on consensual you know relationship between two adults is is not something to compare is to to rate disgusting and bestiality it's disgusting like 
to me, when people say stuff like that, it shows me what their attitude towards sex is. Mm. Like that is that is a reflection on what you think. That me, I feel like that means you think people are you are entitled to people's bodies and stuff like that. Yeah. So that, that makes yeah. me look at you sideways. Do you know what it's I mean? Just ma- it just makes you see like these people are really perverse, mm-hmm. like and just just despicable. You know, mm-hmm. like they just you know turning sex into something that is just like deplorable. Like I just like bestiality. Come on, like that's madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just so over it. But yeah, we need to just w- raise awareness. I think, like, I, I, I feel like there's something we need to do something. I don't know. We need to do something because at the end of the day, these people that are in Ghana, these these queer people, they are brothers and sisters. Like, mm-hmm. we know them. Like, do you know what I'm saying? We know a lot of them from from the time that we went, from that one time that we went, and they're amazing human beings. Like, I just feel like we just need to do something. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Even if we're not Ghanaian, yeah. you know, what I mean. Black people, we just need to stick together. Like, just black people. There's no sections to this. You know what I mean? There's, there's, black no, there's women, no separation. Women, queer, disabled, everything. Like, we yes. all just need to stick together. Like, even when, even uh, that's that's just another thing that I like to. Even on this, we're not speaking about that, and we're not disabled ourselves. I definitely feel like in as everything that we're saying, please also apply that to black disabled people as well like mm-hmm. they deserve to mm-hmm. they deserve to be seen and recognized and when you're speaking about black queens please be speaking about them too like you know what i mean yeah. protect black women yeah please this is who we're speaking about as well so mm-hmm. um everything mm-hmm. we said like apply it to disabled people where possible as well like 100 i would say that yeah um but yeah i think we should end on some black queer joy you know we always speak about a lot of trauma in our in our in our community and especially when we go on platforms that are not queer platforms do end up speaking about our traumas but we speak a lot about a lot of happy things on our podcast um you know like so i think we should um end on some black queer joy so maybe you can speak about um your most happiest moments whilst existing as a black masculine presenting woman what was the moment where you said, like, I'm happy, man? Um, oh, the, it's hard to pinpoint a moment where I was happy, but I think it is really just doing this podcast. I think Tutu's podcast, I feel like it is just opened up another side of me that is more um, proud of mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, we have this platform where we, you know, really just, just have, we just banter like every week, yeah, you know, yeah. but, is doing so much for like people in our community obviously they come back and tell us that like they they love the podcast and everything and even just our friends as well that means so much to me mm-hmm. so I think that for me that is my black queer joy of this podcast yeah do you know what I'm gonna say the same do you know what mm-hmm. I mean I think for mm-hmm. me it's um we started YouTube first I'm gonna say back to YouTube actually and um like check out our YouTube channel two yeah. twos on youtube um yeah like for me is that like when we did our videos and then people dm'd us saying thank you like thank you for existing thank you for being um open and just representing us and thank you for being a voice and to something that i can relate to and even when people say things like oh i had these feelings but i couldn't quite pinpoint what it meant and through listening to you i'm able to identify more in who i am and i can perhaps yeah. to identify too so i think those those are the moments that make me happy because we didn't have that ourselves and that's why we created this platform because we didn't have the black british queer voice that a lot of the voices were american and obviously black british um culture and black american culture but it's different do you know what i mean we need our own 
um and mm-hmm. it's important to have it within the queer voices too so for me that's what I would say is receiving those messages and just being what we needed you know and it saves lives you know just be coming on here and bantering my best mate it saves lives it's mad isn't it it's just mad but mm-hmm. it does and yeah. yeah for me that's what makes me smile that's what um that's what keeps us on the mic chatting our shit yeah that's the shit yeah we said it we said it we said it but yeah like for me hundreds yeah that's that's, those are the moments for me so it's funny we both we both mentioned representation do you know we we just love seeing black queer yeah Yeah. black queer love we love it we love it we love it we love it black queer joy but yeah man so tell the people where to find you we done here Tell the people where to find you on your your personal socials. Well, you guys can find me at not Nana Lise. That's N O T N A N A L I S E, and that is both on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm also a filmmaker. I didn't say that in the beginning, but I'm a filmmaker. I have a film, a short film called Loved by You. It's on. YouTube. I'm the main character. Rose is the main character, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you say this now. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let you, let you have Stay it. Rosie is the main character and um it's just a beautiful depiction of of black queer love and you should go check that out so yeah, yeah definitely um hopefully Nan's gonna bring us more queer stories queer yep. stories it's just, it just can't yeah. be enough because there isn't enough so they just can't be yeah. like, everything she brings out is gonna be like black queer joy everything but um but yeah to find me um i am on socials ro underscore rever r-e-v-e-u-r on twitter and instagram i also um run the black lgbt fund where last year i set out to raise money to um fund black queer people for therapy really and that's something that i've been doing since so please support us share our share our posts and that just give us some awareness um trying to make therapy more accessible to black queer people and um yeah and follow us on our socials tutus podcast tutus underscore podcast on instagram and twitter we drop an episode every single wednesday on um spotify and every other um streaming uh, podcast streaming platform that there is Mm -hmm. please follow us on our socials follow us on spotify rate and review us on apple music and make sure you use the hashtag tutus podcast in conversation for this episode and all the episodes that you listen to in the future because i believe that you will be back you will be oh yes we'll have some converts (laughs) we have some converts we have some converts but also a huge thank you to dope black for inviting us on here you know this is this is such a pleasure to do and um thank you for listening to us because this is what we wanted yeah yeah Yeah, man so hope you enjoyed enjoyed it until next week peace
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.